Univax. This is the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Lately, I've had some experts on the show to talk about things like firearms and self-defense. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Bond 25 Fitness Challenge. Um, I didn't bring on an expert, though. I brought on Edgar from the James Bond Complex. Uh, how's it going, Edgar? I'm doing rather well. I have to admit, you gave me a bit of a fright when you said recently you've been inviting experts. I was like, where's this introduction <laughs> going when my name comes in? Well, like I said, you're, you're not an expert per se, but you are someone who is very active in the with the hashtag. Um, mm. I think every Friday you've been posting stuff about uh, the mm. fitness challenge and trying to get everyone motivated. So, um, what 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 gives you the um, the motivation to want to motivate everyone else? Uh, I think it's. Uh, uh, uh. It's a good question. I remember when I signed up for uh, for a gym uh, for the first time, it uh, would have been about three summers ago, 2017, and I remember thinking that um, it's, it's kind of cool to walk by people who clearly uh, take care of themselves and they're very fit. It's inspiring. It, I, I found inspiration in that. But truth be told, there is a category of person that I actually find more inspiring uh, than myself when I look in the window, uh, in the mirror, uh, or or the clearly very fit people. And it's the people who are starting from very far off, who have a long, long way to go. But you see them on the treadmill, you see them doing their stretches, and you see them lifting some simple weights. And I'm, you know what? Props, you know, brother, sister, like you're – you have a long way to go, but you've dedicated yourself to it. And I think if, if if a few more people can be engaged like that and sort of understand that being healthy physically is also conducive to being uh, healthy mentally and emotionally, um, why not? Get more people. The more, the merrier. Right, because it does play on both the um, – it does play on the mental a lot because I'll, I'll admit I've been overweight for a while. Um, I've been working on it for a while as well. Um, I can't get to a gym right now. Well, I, I, neither can you because of the whole no. COVID thing. It's, it's, we're, um, we're in a bit of a different situation than most of North America, but, um, I find it really hard to stay motivated. One, um, finding the time is another thing. Uh, nutrition is another thing too. That's something I wanted to talk to you about because you, um, you're a vegetarian, so you have to find not necessarily creative ways, but different ways of getting, a lot of protein into your diet after workout. So how do you, what's your, your best way of getting protein in after workout? Right. It's, you know, it's funny. I actually came a little bit prepared. I have a little list of the things I eat in the exercises. I figured the questions. Yeah. Well, I figured the questions might be heading down this road. I mean, in the early days of my vegetarianism, which would have been 2018, this is year three, my God. Um, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes. Uh, you can't just eat tofu. Tofu's fine, right? But I've gone from eating clearly too much to, unless it's part of a meal that I've ordered at a restaurant, I don't buy it. You there don't is, buy tofu at all. I, there is no tofu in my house. Oh, really? Okay. No, 
Uh, it's it's just it's it doesn't taste that good. Although you know, of course, the gag about tofu is that it'll just sort of absorb whatever sauce and seasoning you put into it. Fair enough, but you know, I don't just want to eat something that tastes like taco seasoning. You <laughs> know. Um, so, no, I go for um, – there are a few things I enjoy very much. I like um, pea protein-based uh, meat supplements. I like uh, – I'm not a Satanist, but Satan, that's S-E-I-T-A-N, which is a wheat gluten. It's the protein you get uh, from wheat. Uh, and uh, what else? Uh, right, chickpeas, brown rice. Uh, beans, you know, all the proteins you get from those foods. There is a, a laundry list, and I even have a few in my little notepad here, but there's a laundry list of brands and foods that have as their base either pea protein, chickpea, black beans, brown rice, or brown rice, wheat gluten. And, you know, you have to sort of um, navigate the waters a little bit because not all the brands are delicious. Uh, some styles and seasonings are more tasty than others, but I've, I found about five or six that I'm quite happy with, and I sort of mix and match a little bit. So yeah, it's, it's, protein is important. You need to get, you need to think outside the box. You have to sort of understand that rice can be protein worthy, that wheat gluten is extremely protein worthy, uh, black beans, uh, chickpeas. So, so those things are very, very important. Right. No, I thought when I eat vegetarian, well, I, we, we tofu, a little bit less nowadays, but it was going for a while where it was once a week, or black beans was another one that, uh, but uh, Satan uh, was one that I hadn't really, really heard of. And what's the, what's the protein content of that, like an average serving of, uh, of say, I don't know, um, like a sausage that's based on uh, on wheat gluten protein. Yeah, are we talking equivalence, or is, is there? Are you having to eat more of it to make up for, or is it? We're usually talking about a dozen to fifteen grams of protein per sausage. So I don't remain. Oh, I'm not content with just one. I'll usually eat two. And truth be told, later in the day, again, I, I tend to. I don't like spend a day eating wheat gluten sausages, <laughs> but you know, maybe I'll eat another half sausage later on, or I'll, I'll start flipping uh, a patty of um, President's Choice and Beyond Meat. Although Beyond Meat's a little bit salty, I find, but uh, but it is tasty. Uh, right. President's Choice and Beyond Meat have um, P. That's P I E uh, P E A. Excuse me, uh, P. And brown rice protein-based uh, meat patties, hamburger patties, and those have I think 21 or 22 grams of protein per patty. Oh, really? Okay. So if you if you you know chow down a couple of those, you've you've consumed a decent amount of protein. I actually feel <laughs> I'll cook that after an exercise session, and like three hours later, I'm like, man, should I go for a walk or something? I got like energy in me. Oh, see, that's uh, the reason I bring up the, the whole protein thing is because um, I had talked about it with uh, with David because with the whole so I'm doing the intermittent fasting thing mm -hmm. um, with mixed results. The thing what I'm having issue with is getting enough protein because I've read in a lot of articles and a lot of places, and and David mentioned it as well. Um, we should be getting around uh, a gram of protein per pound of body weight. Um, for my body weight right now, that seems like a ridiculous amount of protein to be force feeding myself every day. Um, and David said that he eats an entire rotisserie chicken in one sitting. I believe I remember him. So was that your live stream? Yeah, yeah that was on the live yeah. stream. And that's 160 grams of protein. 
Now, as much as it's possible to do it, that <laughs> seems like mm. just just that I'm still not at the, the level of protein I need to be getting for the day. So, um, you know, what what other kind of tricks do you find or that help to kind of fill those those gaps where you find that you you want to be more full, but you don't want to be eating, you know, yeah. junk and carbs and things like that? No, I, I've I've tried to cut out the carbs as much as possible. You know, I know the uh, if you have any Italian, Canadian, Italian, American, or just Italian listeners, they'll be sorely disappointed to know that I really don't eat much pasta. Sorry, and, Carmine. Sorry, Carmine. I, 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 it's you know, it's it's kind of like when I made the decision to become vegetarian. It ain't like chicken and beef don't taste good all of a sudden. They're delicious. I just, <laughs> I just you know, I love Italian food. I just don't eat it anymore. Um, so yeah, again, I, I, it's for me. It's almost become a matter of eating a little bit in multiple times of the day. I found that work for me, and I, I believe David said something to the ad effect on your live stream. Although I don't want to put words into his mouth, right? Uh, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who will say this. You know, you also have to find your own, ton propre regime, your own um, balancing act. For me, it works. I don't need to eat two or three massive meals. I can get by with eating four meals, but all four are slightly smaller. Uh, I right. find that gets me through the day fairly well. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to do a uh, power salad uh, where basically my right. leaves are kale, spinach, I'll throw in some, uh, as I like to say, cubby broccoli in there, some aubergines, uh, mushrooms, and I'll dice up those wheat gluten uh, sausages, uh, or I'll dice up uh, some patties that are uh, spinach, broccoli, and and um, uh, uh, pea-based. Uh, uh, Adamama beans? Adamama beans? Yeah, those are delicious. beans. I'll I toss like those. those in there. But it's a salad, but it's, you know, it's... It's a man's salad, but it's still a salad. It's not, you know, right. insanely heavy. So that, those are little tricks that I'll do. And also, it's good. And the the edamame beans or peas or whatever they're called, that is great in, uh, well, I mean, you're a vegetarian, but we, I use them a lot in uh, poke bowls. Mm. So you get them there, but they are packed with protein. Like I was really surprised at seeing how much protein compared to everything else that's in them. I mean, it's almost pure protein out of a vegetable. And that's, I think for me, that's kind of the big shock is you can actually get your, your, your daily amount of protein or your, your, your good proteins after workout, yeah. all vegetable. Yeah. It's it, again, it, it's not always easy. And I've had a few comments on, cause I'll tend to post that sort of stuff on my personal Instagram account and you know, I'll get the comments. Oh, it looks delicious. You know, and that's the fun part if you have the right oil and, and season, especially the seasoning. Um, but if these sausages and these these burger patties are tasty, you know, you can make really, really tasty vegetarian dishes without necessarily using tofu. I'm not against tofu, but I've sort of – I'm so past it. Uh, <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of am. It's more for t- right, taste. But, you know. but, I mean, they, I think what people think of most when they think of, you know, vegetarian meals or, you know, replacing protein in – instead of like you know animal protein is going right to tofu because that's what we've kind of been not told but that's what we've kind of been um assimilated to believe that that's the only protein alternative is is something that's tofu based 
Yeah, and it's extremely popular. It's very cheap. It's it's very inexpensive. You will get, I think, right. a decent amount of protein content. Maybe not as much of things that are that have edamame beans in them, or 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 the wheat gluten, which I think is very rich. Or pea protein and brown rice protein mm-hmm. based patties are extremely rich. Going back to the the President's Choice, uh, which is a sort of a store brand here in Canada, and the uh, the American version being um, Beyond Meat. Beyond, Beyond meat. meat. Although they're starting to sell that here, I've actually bought their their sausages. Very good, very good. But I, I've I've heard with Beyond Meat though that they're a little more on the like, the like they're plant based, but they're more on the fast food side, so they're not necessarily like you, you're not associating them with the benefit with the they're vegetarian. But doesn't mean they're healthy. It just means that they're yep. they don't have meat in them. It's it's uh, there's and there's a point to that because I find of all the brands I've I've eaten, uh, I got President's Choice. I'll go through my list here. There's Gusta G U S T A, which I believe is a Montreal brand. Gusta. You have Holy Veggie. Oh, yeah. Which is Canadian. You have President's Choice, Field Roast, uh, Beyond Meat. Of that list, I would say, and I really don't think it's very close. Beyond Meat does taste the saltiest. It does. Okay. Taste, I think the, the the sodium content is probably a little bit too high. So I don't buy it regularly. It's good, but I don't buy it too regularly. Okay. Um, and then for you, for your workout. Uh, right now you're, you're mostly doing running, but are you doing free weights and stuff like that too? Or are you mixing it up or, or what, what exactly is your routine these days look like without the gym? Yeah. Because of course in, in Canada, there's not many gyms that are open right now. That's true. That's true. Uh, so yes, I am a runner, uh, not to say by trade, but it, it just appears to be what comes easiest to me. And I like, I enjoy it. I, I have a great time running as for putting maybe making my body seem a little bit lean a little bit more cut although i don't look that cut but uh i'm i'm sans gym i'm trying to do the um i always have trouble with this word calisthenics 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 those ones yeah (laughs) um you know, I there's I'm very extremely fortunate. Not only do I have a very good buddy of mine who's much much more proficient at, at, at gaining muscle mass than myself, but he lives in uh, Griffin Town, and they have their own little outside gym. I call them okay. jungle gyms, but it's like it's like jungle gyms for adults. And I'm very fortunate that I have one in my neighborhood. So I have, I have two outside adult jungle gyms extremely close by. So all those stationary bars, uh, chin ups, pull ups, the lower stationary bars where you're sort of diagonal to the ground and you're pulling yourself up whether um and you can do dips looking, and stuff like that yeah. dips do dips absolutely uh, those um at the gym it's these huge like uh the prisma bounce rectangle like these big cues but at right. these jungle gyms it's like these little platforms and you jump on them and you step back down you jump on it and you step back down um there are platforms to do ab workouts as well uh, so I'm trying to do the calisthenics as best I can. I'm not very proficient at it, but I'm giving it a shot. But it's it's kind of like um, it's a basic workout, and a lot of people don't realize that body weight workouts actually are, are really great for a lot of things. You don't need weights to do squats. You could do body weight squats and still not maybe put on as much muscle, but still you know, work the muscles enough that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're screaming at the end and, and, you know, you can actually get a workout out of that. But at the same time, if we go back to Fleming, well, that's what Bond was doing in between mm-hmm. missions is, you know, at the hotel room and in Jamaica and the toe totally. touches and the press ups and, you know, toe we're not touches. toe touches are you not that far off, you know, Bond never went to the gym per se that we know of. Maybe he did, but 
Daniel Craig did, obviously. <laughs> Do you work out when I have to? <laughs> right, bro. You, right. Have you seen yourself in the mirror lately? <laughs> I mean, that whole scene where he comes out of the water in Casino Royale, I think for me it was like, you know, there was it was kind of not like a gender bending moment, but, you know, the jinx did it in in Die Another Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of those good moments of Die Another Day, I suppose. And, you know, we see it in Dr. No with Honey Rider and mm-hmm. she's coming out of the water. But then when Daniel Craig does it and, you know, everyone's like, oh, sh- <laughs> wow. Yes. Very impressive. But, yeah, of course, the the benefit of of an actor like Daniel Craig or, or Hugh Jackman, who plays Wolverine, you know, they're they're paid extremely well. They have personal trainers for people like you and me. And you're even in, in a more difficult situation myself. I'm I'm unmarried. I have no children. You're happily married. You have beautiful children. Lovely life. It right still here. doesn't give you as much time as I you probably no want. And so you know, it's it's and that's something that we were discussing this week. Is is the lack of time is is a big thing because I was working out at night. And mm-hmm. this would be like a regular workout time for me. But if, if I've got, like we say in French, de la journée dans le corps, the, the, your day, your, you've got your day weighing you down. At 8.30 at night, you don't feel like, you know, starting to do a heavy workout or doing heavy lifting or cardio. I mean, I, I never want to do cardio. Like there's never a point in my day where says, I need to get some cardio. I know I need to, <laughs> but I never want to, you know? <laughs> You sound like my uh, going back to my buddy that lives in Griffintown. You you sound exactly like him. He's really good. I've all these calisthenics that I'm doing. I predominantly learn them th- uh, from him. So I'm extremely thankful for for the tips he's he he's provided me. But he's like the op- he's the opposite of me. I'm not very good at building muscle mass. I sort of just look like lean cut. I don't right. have huge muscles, but I'm lean cut. Uh, whereas he obviously has some muscles. But he's got a bit of a, you know, he, there's a, a Canadian tire, as we say here. Okay. And, um, right. and he hates cardio. He just can't stand cardio. I'm like, oh, is so like we haven't met up for a week. Like we'll go for a run. When, when did you do your runs? I didn't do any. I was waiting for you. I was like, hey, you're waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I, it's, it's, I, I don't really have any excuses because, um, you know, I've got a bike path right behind the house. So I could have mm-hmm. gone biking every day but then at the same time it's like when do you find i i couldn't find the time to go for a bike ride mm-hmm. and you know if i go for a run i'm gonna have to do it super early in the morning and like i can't get to the bike path necessarily in the winter. Bike? have you i've got an elliptical because i'm thinking this could be this this podcast i don't know when you're releasing this but this could serve as sort of a stra- strategy going forward what about when you guys finish supper uh, you, depending on the day, usually about six thirty. Okay, so you probably want at least an hour to. Oh, an hour doesn't sound like very much. You definitely want a couple of hours to sort of let that food right know, get down there a little bit. But see, uh, then at nine o'clock, does it really make sense for me to get on? I have an elliptical machine that I use, and I can get my cardio done on that. And it's the the equipment is not necessarily the issue. It's do I want to do cardio at nine and then go to bed at ten? all hyped up on cardio. So my strategy now is now to, I'm going to be starting to train myself to get up at earlier than the children because Mm. the children are now, um, autonomous enough to take care of themselves in the morning to make Mm -hmm. their breakfast and all that. So I don't have to be, I'm not involved in that process at all anymore. They take care Mm. of themselves, but I've got to get up 
to do it. Yeah, that's true. And I I remember uh, on on the live stream you did with David Zeritsky. Although I although I I think when I was in Toronto, the big Toronto event, we we sort of had a bit of a chit chat, a one on one, me and him about what we were doing. And, and even back then, he was telling me, you know, oh yeah, geez. 4 30 in the morning like sort of like bart simpson there's a 4 30 in the morning um <laughs> and uh, but but i understand i'm not gonna get up at 4 30 in the morning but I, like this morning i'm on vacation and yeah. you know it was like it was about maybe eight o'clock 8 30 in the morning but all the same there is a joy to knowing that uh, it's an interesting way to start your day when it's nine o'clock in the morning and if you actually and you've actually done your exercise i did feel quite good about that today now, obviously, it's a little bit more difficult when I'll go back to work. Another thing I find right. that helps me, although I, you know, you, you, I'll let you tell me if it's applicable to you, is that when I finish my day of work, which is obviously uh, remotely from home, is basically the first thing I will do. I will log off at 4 p.m. And at 4.05, I'm putting on my exercise gear to go for a run. I, I do not waste time. I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend oh. an hour on YouTube. and No, because an hour later, I'm not going to want to do it anymore. 4.05, put your damn clothes on and stuff like that. Yeah, see, I'd love to be able to do that. But the, the issue is uh, that i got to go get the kids at daycare. So I don't have the time to take the time to go and do that mm-hmm. first. But what I was doing when it was nice out is I was going to get my youngest first at daycare bringing her home, getting the dog, and then walking from home to get the boys at school, and then coming back. So at least I get a nice walk out of it. Mm. But, you know, I'm not burning enough calories, and it's it's not enough of a workout that long of a walk. You know, I can walk I can walk two hours and, and not feel an effect. You know, it's it's walking is not what I find is going to help me the most, but like I said. Um, walking is underrated. Uh, I mean, we have a mutual friend who's also trying to lose, you know, a, a, a few pounds and, you know, off mic conversations. This is a while ago. He was like, oh, you know, I did so many number of feet and so many number of feet. And but the results really weren't there. So he sort of clued in that he might need to start doing some other things like walking is one of those funny things where it's like it's good to walk. It's recognized as being good for you. But probably if you're in the process of weight loss yeah walking's probably not gonna cut it you know i'm really at a at a point where i'm probably like like our mutual friend as well as where you're kind of like stagnating on progress mm. like i've been mm. the same weight and i've been the same variance of weights for the last two or three years now mm. where it'll go up right. and down between like 10 pounds but never lower and never mm. higher um gaining weight is a lot easier than losing weight yeah and i've been but i've kind of been playing between and I, I won't be shy about it between 205 and 215 and i know i don't look like i should be 205 or 215 i should probably be under 180 or something around that but mm. um just getting below 205 like i've gotten as far down as 202 but i've never gotten under 200 in the last almost 10 years as scary as that might sound wow, which okay. which is it's for me it's it's huge because i've been trying to lose weight all throughout my 30s and um, it's really difficult. It's not easy. It really is. It's, it's, it's such a challenge to, you know, I've done the diet thing. I've done nutritionists. I've done, um, kinesiologists, uh, and not that I haven't been following the advice they give me, but you know, one nutritionist was, you know, you've got to follow the, almost the Canada food guide and get this, you know, this amount of, mm. of vegetables, this amount of fruit, this amount of whatever. Yeah. And as simple as that sounds, 
you're almost force feeding yourself, you know, fruits and vegetables all day to try and get to your servings. But I felt like, you know, I'm getting, I'm just eating too many calories because my metabolism, they've, they've showed me what my metabolism was and it's my metabolism is super slow. I see. Right. And so you're going to, you're just stocking all that stuff up. You're not, so, uh, releasing so if I go, it. exactly. So if I go into say, like I use, um, Under Armour makes an app called, uh, and I know you're a big fan of Under Armour as well, but they've got, a, they've got a couple of good workout apps. And one of them is, um, is well, they've got map my run, which kind of gives you the GPS tracking. And I use it for, for biking to kind of give me an idea of how far I've gone and everything. But they've also got my fitness pal, which you can track mm-hmm. your food and your calorie intake. Right, right, right. But right. when you say I'm a 30 some odd year old male, I'm, you know, five foot eight and I weigh 215 pounds, mm-hmm. they say, well, your calories that you need to eat every day to maintain your mm-hmm. weight yeah. is 2,500. But when I went to the kinesiologist and they tested me and they did my real actual um, resting metabolism, which they weigh you down on, on, on a bed and they get you to almost fall asleep for 10 minutes and they measure <laughs> your breath okay. and they can save your metabolism through your breath, I'm under... I'm somewhere around 1900. So if I was cutting according to what their plan was and their plan was say cut 500 calories in your day, I'm at 2000 calories a day when my metabolism needs 1900. So the app assumes you need 2500. So if you cut 500, you're going to be burning 500 extra calories a day by not eating them because your body needs them for sure. So for me, I would have to be to cut fifteen hundred cal- or five hundred calories out of my day. I'd be eating like fourteen hundred calories, and which so then is trying, shockingly low. I mean, I don't think it's not very healthy. <laughs> shockingly low, but then you got to figure. And even if you were eating, you know, your two thousand, you're 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 cutting through exercise and things like that. You still got to find two hundred grams of protein mm. in fourteen hundred calories. Yeah, which. So it's kind of like all this pseudoscience that you gotta kind of like put together to try and figure out how to lose weight, you know? Well, how's your, how, how are your, <laughs> Dr. Shapur speaking here, and how are your eating habits? Just, just uh, a reminder, Edgar is not an expert. <laughs> no, far from it, far from it. Either one of us Absolutely. are experts, so don't angrily come at either of us with our, our pseudoscience claims. Sen- but my eating... All hate mail to uh, what Matthew runs the Instagram Instagram at James Bond Complex. <laughs> my my eating habits have been you know they're a little all over the place you know I I eat as healthy as I can when I can but you know sometimes it'll be there will be some indulgences here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I cut down a lot of my alcohol with sober October helped me. Yes, I remember. With the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not self control, but with the willpower Discipline? and also discipline too um i've cut a lot of alcohol out you know i brewed beer at the beginning of october and i haven't touched it yet like it's it's, no. it's and everything it's bottled i just haven't touched it because i i haven't been drinking that much beer i haven't okay on the weekend me and the wife polished off a bottle of wine but you know that's i didn't have a scotch after that i didn't have three cocktails you know i didn't i i barely buy sugar soda anymore and when i do it's, i drink very little of it at a time whereas Back in the day, I could probably drink a two liter of Coke in, this, in one day. Oh, wow. Impressive. Which is a lot. Impressive and scary at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But see, that, that's how I know this is where I'm at because of that. Mm. But, you know, even if you stop doing that, it takes so much to. 
But if you just started lowering your alcohol intake recently, this sounds like this was in the last few months, quite literally, that you lowered Well, it's sober October, I didn't drink a drop of alcohol in three days. And I lost a pound. Hmm. And it was, it was, sorry, there was, it was alcohol and sugary sodas that I cut at the same time. So there was no cola and there was no anything else and no alcohol for 30 days. And I know uh, the winters in Quebec City, um, having spent a weekend at your place at around this time last year, they're devilishly cold. That being said, have you ever considered um, getting maybe yourself a bicycle with the sort of tires that can resist uh, slush and a little bit of snow and stuff like that? I've I've thought about it, but then it's is the is if I get one, then the kids are gonna want one, and they're gonna want to go too. So it's it's outfitting all of them with that, and then going on these adventures. And the the bike <laughs> paths aren't necessarily as um, maintained. Mm. They are, but I wouldn't be able to necessarily go where I want to with that. So there are some parks where I could go to, um, but I thought about it. But it's just it's it's a little bit impractical to have. Um, you know, two bikes or have one bike set up for, for both seasons. I'll, I'll give maybe this cause you know, this is a tip that's probably apropos for the next three to four months since we're entering the winter season. But, uh, about this time last month, I picked up, um, one of the, a couple of those, uh, thermal, uh, undershirts, uh, right. slight thickness cause it's needs to keep the heat in, but it doesn't feel like you're wearing a hoodie either. Mm-hmm. And, um, now, mind you, it's sort of we've sort of had some plus five, six days, but we've had a few, you know, negative two, three, four, fives, and uh, those are great. Like I've been really impressed with those. So if you can maybe find the time, I think your problem, problem. I don't want to say problem, but I think your challenge is really the time, because the will yeah. is there. You're cutting down on the sugar. You're cutting down on the alcohol, which is a form of sugar, anyways. Um, and you're obviously conscientious about the veggies and the fruits. Uh, it it I know sounds like there. the time is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know they exist. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm not eating junk food all the time, and I'm not. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. I, I'm not necessarily eating the best all the time, but I'm not eating like you know junk all the time either. You know, it's it's kind of um, I'm it's always an in between, and I've been trying to get a lot of protein, um, and that's hard too to get. Not that it's hard, but it's. I saw. I also kind of feel like I'm force feeding myself protein because I'm trying to get more protein to be able to up my metabolism and um, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. And like again, that's pseudoscience again too because it's there's no real study saying that if you eat a gram of protein per pound of body weight that you're going to lose weight. But the more protein you eat, the fuller you are, and it's the last thing that's going to be burnt no, off. You- you can do some things to improve your metabolism. I'll be honest with you, and, uh, you know, on the topic of pseudoscience, I haven't had this stuff measured, uh, but I, I <laughs> sometimes there's just some things you can feel, um, and without getting into details, I feel my metabolism is a little bit more effective uh, over the past couple of years since I've changed my eating habits and I'm eating a little bit more lean. I eat some junk food too sometimes, but I'm eating leaner than I right. used to. I, I feel like... Um, it's flowing a little bit more easily, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, I don't, uh, junk is not stockpiling as much as it used to maybe. Um, but we've got a different body fat percentage too. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's a kind of a difference with that too. So that kind of affects, I, I'm just trying to get to that point where, um, I'm kind of in the middle, you know? Which is fine. You got to start somewhere. I mean, that's a, where, you know, I'm not super lean, but I'm not, you know, 
spare tire. I just thought of something, actually. Um, what about hockey? Gar- uh, garbage well, hockey, not garbage hockey. Garage hockey. Garage hockey league. That's just expensive. That's just extremely expensive. That's why. First of all, I don't have my my full equipment anymore, so I would have to go out and buy a lot of equipment. And it's about just without the equipment, you're probably looking at like five hundred dollars a season. And so I was doing that. I was doing deck hockey indoors for for quite a bit of time, mm. uh, and that's great cardio. I mean, that I would yep. come home like soaking wet, and the the cardio was amazing. Um, I wasn't finding that it was keeping me in that good shape, but at least it was keeping me in you know in competitive mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm putting the ice rink back in the backyard um, within the next couple of weeks. So, I mean, I'm going to be out there all the time with the kids. Um, but my plan really is, is to kind of train myself to get up earlier and to do my all workouts right. in the morning. Cause I want to kind of try and I'm doing the intermittent fasting now, mm-hmm. but I feel that I'm not using it to its full advantage because I'm not working out before. So I'm not working out fasted, mm-hmm. which is something that I've read in numerous places that if you're working out fasted, that's you're you're burning more calories yep. empty than you are full. Yeah. So yeah, kind of yeah. working out at night, not that it's working against me, but you've got all the, that calorie backlog behind you, and then you're working out after you've eaten all. Mm. So I'm gonna try and do it that way. But you know, not to knock what what was said during the live stream with with David, but I just I haven't seen any results in intermittent fasting as much as I thought I would. After I've only been doing it three weeks, but I haven't really seen like a consistent result. I've kind of seen myself flip flop in that Hmm. weight range. I've already seen myself in, but based on what you're saying though, Emery, uh, and actually I have a, I have a a friend, another friend that gave it a a go at the, um, intermittent fasting, Mm. but based on your description, just the very, the very thing you said a moment ago about, well, if I'm going to do intermittent fasting, then I need to exercise earlier in the day as I'm, as I fasted, as opposed to at night, I notice how specific, how detail-oriented uh, the whole, the entire regime is, or should be, anyways. Right. If you do intermittent fasting, it's, it's. I'm not saying it's something I would never do, but I, uh, I, I would tip my cap to to anyone, and especially if, if it proves to be successful with you, I will absolutely tip my cap to you because that's of, of 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 all the sort of regimes you could do, that one sounds like the trickiest. Like for the, for just the one it example is. you gave, like you got to train at that moment because you know that after that, well, that's when you can start eating. Like you got to be don't on the ball. That it's, yeah, I just don't find it's been beneficial for me because I haven't. It's it's kind of like it's just it's just wasted. It's like putting super gas in a regular car. You're like, you know, it's it's you think it's going to go faster and you, you want to believe that you're putting more octane in it and it's going to make the car go faster and go better. But it isn't. But so what you is, have to do is you got to change the motor. <laughs> you know, it's no, I understand that. But is that you've, you've clearly been doing more reading about intermittent fasting than, than myself. It's just mm-hmm. by the fact that I'm not engaged in it. Uh, so let me ask you, is intermittent fasting... Or I'll switch it around. Is exercise, is, quote, training, and quote, a key component of intermittent fasting for someone that wants to lose weight? Or is there a version of intermittent fasting where you can lose weight and not really be engaged in any sort of semi-serious training regime? Like, does, is, that, is that feasible? Is that doable? Is that a thing? I don't think that, like, you know, using, putting my, my science cap back on here for a second. Um, Beautiful. Love it. <laughs> 
I think that if you're eating the same amount of calories in a shorter period of time, or even if you're reducing your amount of calories in, the, in a specific amount of time, so even if I were to cut calories in that specific amount of time, you're burning calories, yes. But I mean, I can kind of think that you would be burning more calories or in the right calories empty than you would be mm-hmm. full. So if I stop eating at seven o'clock mm-hmm. tonight mm-hmm. and tomorrow morning I get up and do a workout at 630 mm-hmm. and I get my first food in me at seven that I've all that those calories have been used yeah. during the night for whatever my body does when I sleep. I'm not always in control of what my body does when I sleep, but whatever it does, mm-hmm. it's used those calories. And then on top of that, you're going to, you're going to get another 200 or so out of there through your workout or 300 or so through your workout. And if mm-hmm. you don't have any fast carbs or anything, you know, like that left to get, then you're obviously going to be probably going towards fat or whatever's left before getting, you know, your first meal, which should be protein. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to be burnt off while you're still kind of burning calories and things like that. So I want to kind of believe that that is what the science that's going to work. Right. But I mean, it's it's well, pseudoscience again. These uh, these uh, doctors that you uh, that tested your or that measured, I should say, your metabolism. Did yeah. you brought or can you? Are is this like family doctors? Like or is no. What I did was, um, it was, um, it was through the university of Laval. There was a study. Um, Mm -hmm. so they're looking for participants who were looking to lose weight, uh, and it wanted to participate in the study. So not only did they do the resting metabolism test, they also did a full body scan, um, Mm -hmm. for your body mass and your, your Mm -hmm. fat and et cetera. And there was a nutrition plan. Mm -hmm. Um, there wasn't an exercise plan, which kind of interesting. Didn't necessarily concern me, but you know, it would have been nice to have a good exercise plan to go with along with all that. I went and got one with a kinesiologist later, and I found that those workouts they they helped um, for mobility and things like that. Like I um, there was I had some issues with not issues, but I had less flexibility in my hips. Okay, and I kind of went and, and got that through the kinesiologist. But there's nothing really since I've been since I've done all that that has really given me like a clear result. I've always been kind of sitting between this kind of 10 pound range, Hmm. but I've never gone lower than that. You know, you know what you could do is, uh, liposuction. Neither of us. Ooh, you read my mind, Emery. (laughs) You know, it is, it's not ridiculous because we, we are trying to have a serious conversation, but like neither of us are medical experts or whatever, but, um, what you could do, especially since we're entering the winter months and, you know, God knows how long they are in this uh, forsaken province. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not nice until like mid-April and even then. Uh, would be, yeah, okay, so sure, fair enough. Wake up a little bit earlier, maybe an extra 30 to 45 minutes earlier than you would. You know, I don't think you need to wake up three hours earlier than, I think 45 minutes. If you can find 45 minutes, yeah, you can be fine. And in those 45 minutes, keep it simple. Squats. Buy yourself some 20 pounders, 25 pounds, yeah. 20 pounders, uh, work the triceps, work the biceps, uh, do, uh, you, you need to do these well, otherwise you could get injured, but burpees, um, oh, jumping squats. <laughs> no, but what, I, what I'm getting at is, um, sort of like, um, I know a, a mutual friend of ours, Jason vouches for the, uh, what Mark Wahlberg's F F 45 regime where they're sort of. In okay. 45 minutes, they're going through rat-tat-tat-tat pace 
of cardio and muscular and, and, and stretching exercises. Now, you don't obviously, certainly at the start, you don't need to go through a rat, 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 tat, tat, tat pace. But if for 45 minutes before you start your day, if you do some squats, you do some push ups, forget the burpees for now push-ups uh you have a couple like 20 pounders you know just hate them <laughs> but i think if you do simple things and once the spring melts the snow away and the flowers start to bloom then you can start you know you can take out the bike you can start thinking about doing some jogs and this and that but maybe for these winter months mm. focus on four to five six exercises and more if you get used to them and you get bored uh that would help you burn some calories, maybe put on a little bit of muscle mass. Push-ups are fantastic. Squats are great. Jumping squats are amazing. I love jumping squats. Burpees are whew, skip rope. Skip rope. Yeah. But see, that's now if I get up at 6.30 in the morning or if I get up at 6 in the morning and I roll out of bed at 6.10 when I'm finally convinced myself <laughs> that get your ass out of bed, you, you know. Uh, explicit, explicit, explicit. Uh, I can't start jumping rope in the basement because the kids are going to wake up earlier. Mm -hmm. and then Fair enough. To, so, um, but no, but I mean, I mean, it's it's great cardio. It's it's great standing cardio. You don't have, you know, it's 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 the minimal amount of equipment. And I've got, you know, I've got a whole weeder gym in in the basement. You know, I don't. It's, it's I'm not at for lack of equipment. It's just it's really working out at eight o'clock at night is is not ideal. If you want to get a little bit funky. Uh, <laughs> since since you guys are doing some renovations, I'm sure there'll be yeah. plies of wood and and well, cardboard might not be that smart, but whatever wood and or junk you know that used yeah. to be walls or stuff like that. Take one that's fairly sturdy, go out in the backyard, put it on some snow, maybe get rid of some of the snow, put it, and just do the skipping rope like on the I like something, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see where when we get there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there'll be probably another report like this in a, in a month or so, you know, with uh, with the changes. Because like I said, I'm doing the fasting now. Um, I'm probably going to still do some modified version of. It. I'm doing what they call the eight sixteen, where you eat eat for eight hour an eight hour window and you fast for sixteen. Yeah. Um, but I find that I found that because I was talking to David about it. So we'll just change your window so that you can work out before you start eating. And I said if mm -hmm. I change my window, then I'm going to miss out on supper, and then it's going to be you know, kind of awkward mm -hmm. to have, you know, the only family meal that we're all sit down for the day and I'm not eating. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I can't work out on my lunch hour because my lunch hour is kind of like later in the day. And sometimes I got stuff to do on right. lunch, you know, it's just, it's, I, I've, there's groceries to be gotten and, you know, et cetera to be done. But if your intermittent fasting hasn't provided, I don't, I don't know exactly for how long you've been doing it, but yeah. Uh, if this intermittent fasting hasn't provided the results you were hoping for, maybe what you should do is, you know, keep stick to the plan of waking up maybe about 45 odd minutes earlier than you would just to do some push ups, to do some sit ups, some squats, some mm -hmm. simple weight lifting, but still healthy and a little bit of muscle mass. Yeah. And, but, but forget the fasting. Just, just, eat well have a hearty breakfast and stuff like that that's uh, that's what kind of what i'm you know it's, 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 I, I wanted to give it a go and see how it went to to try and like you know 
but you know, I, I was talking to when I was talking about Sober October. I know that Ray was doing it from the Bond Armory. Ray Crumpold was doing Sober mm-hmm. October, so mm-hmm. I messaged him right around the end because my intention was to have him on to talk about Sober October because you know I thought you know us bros are doing it together. I was like, no, I gave up after a week. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> Come on, Ray. And he's like, no, I started intermittent fasting and I lost 10 pounds. Mm. So I kind of like. Well, what, did, well, what did he do? How did he do it? But I'm looking at Ray like he's not at the same point as me. You know, he's he's obviously in better shape because he's a firefighter. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting, he's probably that's starting with more muscle mass. Yeah. So that's why I think what my issue is going to be is, is if for intermittent fasting. Yeah, that would be nice. That's it's another thing with with COVID. You can't, you know, it's it's not the right time to do that. But I mean, what I'm saying is, he probably already had more muscle mass. So I think that if you're going to do intermittent fasting, you kind of already have to have a better balance of fat to to muscle for mm. your metabolism to actually get going. Because I think that you know you're just trying to jumpstart something with no gas in it. You know, it's. I wonder if another person you could talk to now ray's obviously a good example although sure he might be starting from a higher pedestal than yourself but i'm, I'm sure ray can give some interesting pointers since he's done it and he did those 10 pounds right uh, you know in 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 in, in ray comfort we we trust but perhaps another uh member of the bond fan community you could liaise with a little bit uh is uh, donnie waldron who's mind you the guy's built like a Oh, Jesus. Break a wall. <laughs> but but you know he wasn't born that way you know no not, so you know maybe what's what's he doing and where did he start because uh, you know uh, you look at him and it's like my god an adonis uh, <laughs> yeah pretty much like i'm sure well my michael b jordan would run and would you know uh, run away in terror if he saw donnie but um he clearly takes very good care of himself so maybe you know I, i'm i'm thinking and david but you've had you've had david and david gave some gave some pointers and they were good pointers yeah. I, I was in that room for the live stream it was it was a good show um, but yeah, I think maybe Donnie could be, uh, I, I, I talked to him intermittently on, 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 uh, Instagram, but it's more like boob jokes. Like I've never talked about like training with him or not, <laughs> yeah. but well, maybe set like jokes you Donnie could talk about, you know, mm, no, very much so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, let's leave it at that for, for this episode and we'll maybe pick this up in a, in a couple of weeks when, uh, maybe we see some results with the, uh. The old gun show here, but uh, thank you very much for uh, for joining me, Edgar. Uh, thanks for the uh, for the chat, and uh, take care of yourself in the next uh, few months, in the winter months uh, of running. Are you doing it mostly outside? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm I'm equipped for anything about zero to negative five, six, seven. Once it get cold, once it gets colder than that, then the calisthenics will have to be in the living room and exclusively the uh, the running outside. Because right now I'm still doing the calisthenics outside to the best of okay. my abilities. I don't right. have to change. I don't have the... I don't have the $300 track suit that'll keep me warm at negative 20. <laughs> and I'm not going to buy one. No, but see, that's that's another thing that I find with with running is, is there's a lot of people who get really into the equipment. And I think that if you want to enjoy it, you just got to go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Edgar. My pleasure. Take care. Likewise. And thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at 007 underscore Intrepid. The same for Facebook. And you can also find us on YouTube at The Intrepid 007. See you next time. Music by Incomptech. Copyright The Intrepid 007 Podcast.